Have you ever had a crisis in your life, or a time when problems seemed to be so insurmountable that you didn't know how to go on? We all handle those crises in a variety of different ways. For Nephi, it had been over thirty years since he and his family had escaped from Jerusalem. It had been some twenty years since they had arrived on an American shoreline. Nephi had finished writing his first book, engraving his personal notes on the precious metal plates. Since then, he had been busy overseeing the building of a growing settlement, helping with the construction of a beautiful new temple, and raising his young family. There hadn't been a lot of extra time for record-keeping. But now, as Nephi aged, he decided to start engraving a new book. He would add on to the existing record on the small plates. This would be the second book of Nephi. In this book, he recorded the beautiful patriarchal blessings that his father, Lehi, had given. Nephi also included some of Lehi's profound teachings. Everything seemed good. But then the crisis came. Lehi grew old. He died. The inspiration of Nephi's entire life was now gone. Nephi couldn't turn to his two older brothers for comfort. They had now split off from the family and were now teeming with anger at Nephi and his followers. Rather than console Nephi, they would just as soon kill him. What was Nephi to do? What would you do? Perhaps not too surprisingly, with such intense emotions, Nephi turned to composing poetry. This is Reading Between the Lines of the Book of Mormon. We're your hosts. I'm Jay Harris. And I'm Andrew Harris. And we're so pleased that you would join us today. Andrew, As at this point in Nephi's life, what was he feeling and what was taking place? We don't know exactly when Nephi wrote this, but they were in America, in the New World, in their new promised land that they were given, and they had had a lot of arguments and things with his brothers, and um, his father had just died, so Nephi was really depressed, I'm sure, about that. What scriptures did Nephi have at that point in his life? So Nephi would have had the brass plates, which contained you know, a lot of the Old Testament. What parts of the Old Testament? The writings of Moses and Isaiah and the Psalms, some of the uh, prophets. Uh, some, even some prophets that we don't recognize their names yes. in the modern-day scriptures. Yeah, he had extra, extra stuff in there. Zenus and Zenic. Yeah, but yeah, it was all written probably in a, a language that most of the people wouldn't have known, but Nephi luckily had, uh, had a father who had taught him how to read this reform That's right. Egyptian. That's right. It wasn't written in Hebrew, so it was not something that everybody could pick up and read. This was written in, in Egyptian, and Nephi, fortunately, had been trained in Egyptian by his father. Yeah. So he had these scriptures that must have meant a great deal to him. I think he probably read them often, and they didn't have any other books. Like, they didn't have Shakespeare, or like, in, <laughs> like they didn't have any kind of Jane Austen or something. <laughs> they, they had this, he had the scriptures. And they, he didn't have a lot of the scriptures that we have today. He yeah. didn't have the New Testament. He didn't have the latter part of the Old Testament. Yeah. He didn't have the Book of Mormon. <laughs> no. And that doesn't mean that they didn't. Ha he didn't have other things that were keeping him busy, though. He had. They were building a temple, 
and they were having battles and things. So he had plenty of things that kept him busy, I'm sure. But as far as uh, other books that he had to read, he didn't have a lot. So No, he didn't. So he probably read the, the scriptures often. They were probably a good source of comfort. So when he was when his father died and other family members, I'm sure, died as well and tragedy happened, he probably turned to his scriptures frequently and would read those. Yeah, and I think when you go through a crisis in your life, such as the death of a parent, there are a lot of different emotions that flood your soul. But what, what did Nephi resort to? He turned to poetry. That's kind of interesting. It really is. He had read the poetry of David and was inspired by that. And so for a certain section of the Book of Mormon, he wrote in the style of David. Yeah. Um, can we read some of that? This is found in Second Nephi chapter 4, verses 15 through 35, are called the Psalm of Nephi. But let's give you a flavor for that in verses 28, 29, and 30. Maybe I can read that. Okay. Awake, my soul, no longer droop in sin. Rejoice, O my heart, and give place no more for the enemy of my soul. Do not anger again because of mine enemies. Do not slacken my strength because of mine afflictions. Rejoice, O my heart, and cry unto the Lord, and say, O Lord, I will praise thee for ever. Yea, my soul will rejoice in thee, my God, and the rock of my salvation. I'm sure he'd felt feelings of anger towards his two brothers. And he didn't like those feelings. They were not feelings of righteousness. And so as he pled unto the Lord, he said, Forgive me and help me to not have these feelings anymore in my heart. Yeah. It's beautiful, the poetry he wrote. Yeah, and it's very similar to the writings of King David in the Psalms. It's not exactly the same as any of I don't think you're going to find those same phrases. No. But, you know, if you read some of the writings of Psalms, um, this is Psalms 25. It says, Unto thee, O Lord, I will lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in thee. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Let them be ashamed, which transgresseth without cause. So there's some kind of similar ideas maybe in that verse, but it's not the same exact writing at all. You kind of see how he takes something like what David was writing and says, I really like the way he worded those things and the way he spoke there. I'm going to try doing something like that. I don't know what it is about poetry, but it touches your heart in a different way than just reading prose does. Yeah. And I think Nephi felt that and felt a need to express himself. Besides, he wasn't writing on the large plates, which were a general history for the population. He was writing the things of his soul on the small plates. Yeah. And so he wrote these tender sentiments that he had. Yeah. Do you sense any difference between the writings of Nephi in the in First Nephi than in Second Nephi? Yeah, I, I do. I think in First Nephi, Nephi, there, there's definitely some spiritual things in the First Nephi, but I feel like a, a lot of it's more story oriented. Like he's kind of telling us what's happening, yeah, and he it's all kind of from his perspective as well, um, in his thoughts. But I think in the Second Book of Nephi, he starts to kind of tell more about his feelings and and spiritual things a little more, maybe, and more about other people. Like he tells us about his father's writings, and then. He gives us Jacob's writings and things like that. And I, I just feel like he's a little more mature. In I way. think so, too. I agree completely. You sense a maturity there that was, is not quite in First Nephi. Yeah. He learned a lot of lessons. And there's even, I think, a sense of sadness in some of it sometimes because of his brothers. 
he's thinking more about, I think, the people who will be reading his writing as well. Who do you think he was writing for? And I think he knew who he was writing for. I I think he he realized that we were going to have this someday, and that the Lamanites, at least, you know, his brothers and descendants, the future Nephites and Lamanites who many generations away from him, would anyone who would read that would be able to... Um, be inspired and uplifted. Yeah. And, and it really does that. And be brought to Christ. To be brought to Christ. And he wrote beautifully about his relationship with the Savior and about how we can become closer to the Savior if we follow that example. Yeah. Oh, I love Nephi. I think we can find comfort ourselves in reading his writing. I think we can even, that poetry can touch our hearts in a way that no other writing can. I just read this verse. Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness. Oh. Um, that's a phrase that Nephi uses himself and from Psalms. <laughs> tender mercies. Yeah, he must have been inspired a lot by, by uh, David. the Psalms of David. I think so too. David is an inspiration to him and to us. Thanks for listening. Next time, we'll be talking about Nephi's writings from the book of Isaiah. Until then, enjoy your reading.